What's up, everybody? Welcome to 100X. I'm here live in Hinsdale, Illinois with Tony. <laughs> Two-timer sharp. Give me a shout out. Give me a, give me something. Yeah. Uh, World traveler on. now. New York and back one day. <sighs> I had to take a nice sip of water and hydrate. It's how right. hot I've been. I had to cool myself off. Oh, here we go. So uh, just wanted to talk my shit. They asked me to talk my shit, so... There it was. Um, can we expect this all NFL season? That's what they want me to say. Listen, it would be roadkill for me to say that we can expect this uh, type of fire for this long. Have you been on fire? I've been on fire. What yeah. have you been hitting? Just these beautiful one guy to get a hit plus an ML okay. in a game. Uh, and you know what? You'd be proud of me. I've been hitting some plus money, a plus 182, a plus 285. When I see you bet anything plus money, it gets me excited. <laughs> Look, your back's even starting to sweat. Because that's not who you are. Exactly. All right, guys. Welcome back to 100X. Um, guys, listen. Subscribe. Five-star review. Um, I need you guys to lock in. Football season's approaching, and we all know that's my prime time, period. Everyone knows it. Our show does quadruple the numbers during, actually, it might be 10 times the numbers <laughs> during football season, and that's our time. So with that being said, gentlemen, make sure you stay tuned till the end. We've got something real cool for you. We are interviewing, give them the names, Jordan Poyer. Not only Jordan Poyer, a we, beautiful friend of ours, Micah Hyde. We added both. Two of the best backfield guys in the league. We're going to be talking to him at the end of the show. Make sure you stay tuned. Talk to me a little bit. Give me an idea of what the rundown is today. What are we going to start with? Where are we at? Let's get a little Q&A going. Go ahead. Let's go a little Q&A. You ready? Did you watch Messi's first game? Okay. No. Now, this thing was... I didn't think he was going to play. It was... It was... <laughs> I didn't, it was exactly how it was. It should have been scripted. It Titanic, was Le, Titanic it, music in the background. It was LeBron. It was Kim K. It was all the stars out front, phones out, yeah. video going. Oh, it was out of a movie. You know why? It was a, a tie game. I think it was 0-0. And they said, oh, here he comes. Little messy, throw him in off the bench, and he just buries one for the game he winner with everybody it was, watching. He bent it like, uh, like Beckham, the owner. See, but here's the thing. Like the only that is just a small depiction did you see the of picture, what's going to come. Did you come. see the picture of uh, of Beckham enjoying the moment and everybody else had their phones out? Yeah, I like, that's I that's age, that. I think. I like that. So it looks like age to me. Oh, please. He's 44 or 45 <laughs> years old. Stop that. That's ridiculous. Um, I think that people need to put their phones down during sporting events. You can get clips of it from the professionals and enjoy the moment. Um that is my suggestion to people going to these types of games. Uh, Messi did absolutely make it for an epic ending. I am, I'm excited to say that, I, I, I hate to say it, but MLS might be coming on. Did you see that stadium? It was on fire. We're going to get into that because I think the MLS and all these other teams are in big, big trouble. I mean, if you see what happened yesterday here what? with this uh, Mbappe guy. Oh, my God. I mean, so how do you feel about that? So let's talk about it. Now, Mbappe was reportedly offered $1.1 billion to play for a Saudi club. So while the MLS Wasn't may this be emerging. Year? This is a <laughs> 
Yes, it was. What do you think that he should do? Now, keep in mind, he's young. So maybe you go over there for a year. You pick up that 1.1 and then go play somewhere else. I mean, maybe that's your uncle talking. Look at me. What would you do? <laughs> I'm, sit, I'm sitting middle seat in the back of coach to fly over my ass over there to play for 1.1 billion. Okay. That's <laughs> my uncle that. right I there. You know? I wouldn't care. It, it's one year, you know, and he's going to end up, uh, I think the math is, is yeah, he's got to pay 330 million to the old club to pay out his other contract or however it works. Yeah. So he makes um, 700 and something. so he makes 760, but 760 for one year. I mean, it's so beautiful. It's too many and, a day. And, and think about this. It's really not even a year, too. You know what I mean? It's basically a season. So realistically, you go there for eight months. You play. You go home. That's it. And you go do whatever the hell you want. Then you're like 23 next year, and you just do whatever you want again. You know what I, think you know what I mean? What I think is going to happen in the MLS is I think every big star, every big name is going to end up in some type of ownership role of an MLS team. And what it's going to do is it's going to lead, because I think there is an end goal for the MLS, and I think it's to outdo all European, you know, uh, or, you know, let's call it overseas leagues. And I think if you give these big stars ownership, it brings viewership. And I think that's what's going to end up happening. So that's that's my opinion. Um, I, I I don't know. I just that's kind of what I think. I mean, here let's just put it this way: we've seen uh, you know the Saudis come in and try and overtake the game of golf, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're now seeing it in the game of soccer. Uh, it'd be it's going to be interesting to see how many kind of bids they can put out throughout different sports uh, and see if if they can create some buzz there. I I couldn't agree with you more. I couldn't agree with you. More. <laughs> um, so did you see, though, before we move on, that a lot of the NBA stars, despite what you and I may say about it. Uh, go, go get your money. They say they would take that deal. Go make you go get your money. Now, if this guy's is like LeBron, <laughs> we seen Giannis campaigning. You see his I look like Mbappe. <laughs> so you pay me. I come. <laughs> um, no, truthfully, I don't see any problem here. If you want to go get paid. Let them start a basketball league. I don't care. I mean, it might not be the best product out there, but I, I mean, I'd, I mean, I'll watch clips. I'm not up at that time when they play. So it would murder the U.S. sports yeah, market. That's a, that's a whole nother discussion that I've been having lately yeah. is like these golf events and these like tennis events and these events that are while we're sleeping. Yeah. Just they're not going to like get any social viewership. media murders them. Like I wake up and it's like, Oh, he won it. And then they put it on CBS for seven hours throughout the day. And then, yeah, I'm not I, watching. Rerun. I, I'm just letting you know that, um, the, the Saudis, they have a lot of money and they can pay, but, um, these guys don't understand that what comes with now, granted it's a, if this is a billion dollar deal, unfortunately, Draymond green, you're not worth a billion dollars. Right. So they'd probably pay you like 50 million. <laughs> And with that being said, you, you probably have more upside staying in the United States because of you've turned yourself into a personality. You're going to make more in the long run by staying here. Um, but there's some guys, the big, big names, the LeBrons, the Giannis's, the, the I mean, not Draymond. Um, they can go get the what, money. What do you think the motive is to that, though? Do you think that these, these Saudis say, you know what? Let's get a guy like LeBron over here. Let's bring him over here for a billion. Okay. And then uh, it's really for the people. There. Is that what is that what you think it is? You know what? If that's what it is, God bless. I know. I'm, I'm not against that, it. I'm thinking that that's maybe what it is. At the end of the day, money talks. So if if you want to pay it, you pay it. And that's how I feel about it. Right. I just don't know the motive, though. Money talks. I mean, I don't know. They're not getting viewership. I'll tell you that. It's not about viewership. It's not about 
TV money. I agree. I don't know. It's different. I agree. All right, let's talk about stuff that matters. Saquon Barkley <laughs> signed for $11 million one year. Little goofy to me, but this could be a great play for him. Reason being, when his one year is up, to my knowledge, he can go sign somewhere else. And he might say, I'm going to ball the fuck out this year, and then I'm going to go get my money. I'm going to go get the bag somewhere else. What do you think? You know what happened? What? Exactly what I told you was going to happen. Uh, I'm not going to play for 10.4. No, no, no. I'll play for 11 instead. Oh, way well, you could take the 10.4, okay. right? You take that 10.4, and then you call your agent, and you say, hey, listen, I need a couple endorsement deals. I need to get over the hump for 11 this season. But instead, he had to cry his fucking. I'm sorry. See, the coalition, see, the whole thing. I'm not with I you. I understand. Here. I'm no, I'm your listen, guy, but I'm not I with you. I understand these backs want to be paid. I get it. I'm not saying they shouldn't be paid. Fair. What I'm saying is that I don't understand why guys want to go back and forth with the organization and kind of bridge the gap between the relationship of the team. Mm hmm. For yeah. six hundred grand. So what I think it was is the six hundred grand is dumb to argue. Just go make the six hundred grand being Saquon Barkley on the internet. I hate to say it, he's not the most marketable. What do you mean? I don't think he's the most marketable. He's a great looking guy. I mean, he's in shape. He's, I didn't say he's not good looking. Well, he's marketable. He I, talks well. He's a good looking guy. I don't I mean, think that he has. I, he's a star. I don't think he has the star power to get crazy endorsement deals. Has he been in commercials before? I, I can't answer that. I think so. Okay, the fact that we can't describe what commercial just, he was in just I think shows he, you. I think he should just do more. Fair. I mean, he's in New York. I mean, he can go get That's something. That's what I'm Come on. No, I'm you're going to argue. I'm, here, you're going to argue with the team for 600 grand at the end of the day. 600,000 is a lot of money. Yes, but it can be made. I, I'm not, you're not wrong, but. As a businessman, it can be made. Uh, we're just, we're at a difference here. Um, you, I get what you're saying. So if you were a top tier NFL running back, how would you propose, how would you propose solving the issue the league is facing with paying running backs? Because quarterbacks are getting paid. I'll tell you that. They sure are. Yeah. Quarterbacks, I guess quarterbacks sell tickets, um, but I think <sighs> running backs do too. Truthfully, I think what we, what Tony said for a long time is, is running backs are a dime, a dozen, um, the great ones, even though you're great, there's a guy behind you that could run maybe 0.1 seconds a little slower, and they don't have to pay him a lot. And he can see the gaps. Yeah. And <laughs> I think it's dangerous. And I like I said, the teams in years past who have continuously won the Super Bowl have not paid a top-tier running back going into the Super Bowl. The Patriots won the Super Bowl a million times with guys that half of you couldn't even name who they were playing uh, at the time that they won. How dare you talk about Danny Woodhead like that. <laughs> James Cook. They got paid, though, at some point. Little that's money. what I'm saying. They got paid a little money at but some hey, point. That's my whole point. The team who won the Super Bowl last year, who, who was the starting running back on that team? Was it Jarek McKinnon? Was it Clyde Edwards-Hilaire? Was it... Uh, was Le'Veon Bell getting, was that last season or the season before he was getting carries on the Chiefs? My point is there's a lot of guys who are getting, oh, Miles Sanders was the starting running back on the opposition. He's now, bye-bye, not even on the team. That's how much they care about him. You know who got more touches than him in the Super Bowl? Kenneth Gainwell. 
dude, the market's not there. I'm sorry. Well, let's talk about money again. Is Jalen Brown deserving of a five-year Supermax deal for $304 million? Hey, Jason Tatum, <laughs> go slap yourself in the fucking face. <laughs> He's on a $163 million deal over five. You want my professional? I don't even know what's going on in this league anymore. If you want my professional opinion, I, I think uh, I said this on a post that better posted. I don't think Jalen Brown is worth that money. Not because he's not a great basketball player, but I just don't think he is the difference between a championship and not a championship. So if that doesn't make sense to you, let me make it clear. Having him on your team doesn't mean you're going to make it to the championship and win. I just, they failed to prove that they can do it together. Tatum and Brown, they failed. But now they have Porzingis. And if Porzingis stays healthy, the team is going to be deadly. And Tatum might have said, pay my fucking guy the money. I want to be with him. And we have Porzingis, and we're right there. We're right there. Pay him. We're right there, guys. Please pay him. Because there's nobody else to sign. So the Celtics were stuck between a rock and a very hard place. And you've been saying it. They had to pay him. And I got to tell you, I don't him. know what they are doing. They had to pay him. They got a guy. Somebody else was going to. Okay. Tell me this, though. I'm listening. They draw up the final play. It's the NBA Finals Game 7 last season. Let's just say they're in it. Yeah. It's not going to Brown. It's going to the $163 million player. It's not going to the $340 million player who, by the way, listen, I like Jalen Brown. I, really I have a do. little bit of an ego. I struggle with the difference in the money. I, I Oh, it's a huge difference. Yeah. And I don't know why we're drawing up plays for guys who are worth half as much as the other guys. My whole point. Uh, cousin, the, <laughs> if they paid you $304 million and they paid me $163, I'd be like, you sending me a check for $50 million or what? <laughs> you sending me a check for $50 <laughs> I'll tell you what, cousin, you know me. I'll take the 63 mil. You could cut the one off. You could have all the rest. I know. I get it. You know, at some point, how much money is too much money? And I know that sounds foolish, but I guess, you know, you're able to live a very happy life um, with either contract. Let's be honest. No, but. it's not. But that's, that's really though. That's the want, whole point. If you though, want that's some crazy shit like this stuff, I mean, you need the 304 million. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. All right. Uh, MLB trade deadline is in one week. What are the biggest moves you want to see? I want to see the White Sox take their roster and explode it. Clear. <laughs> I want to clear the whole squad. I love this team, but it's got to go bye-bye. <laughs> I want to see Luis Robert in a contender. I want to see Eloy Jimenez in a contender. I they want should to get rid of all those guys except Robert Robert. I want to see Giolito traded to a team that's contending. I want to see them keep only one person and it's our best pitcher, Dylan Cease. I want to keep Cease. I want to build. It's fair. I want to build from there. DC um, solid. I'll give you something else I want to see. I want to see the Yankees just forfeit the season. <laughs> I wear Yankee, Me too. I can't. I, I wear a Yankees hat all the time. I like them. I'll like, tell you. Pause. This is one of the most proud moments of my life. I've been proud of him many times. Many times. Uh, you ever see but, the, you ever but, see the but commercials? Him scrapping, him scrapping the Yankees right now with a ton of games left in the season. He's calling it quits. And I'll tell you what, this ball club should be nothing short of a shame to themselves. They are absolutely Have you ever seen the commercials on the prices, right? And now I have my hover around, you know, because they're so old. They need one of those power scooters to get around the house. So I'm letting <laughs> you know that this team needs to just go to retirement. 
Josh Donaldson needs to get, you know, go just say, go shake hands with everybody. Say yeah, goodbye. He's, mad. he's constantly upset. Rizzo needs to go back to the Cubs. That's where you belong, buddy. Okay. You played, you're playing good, but you played way better as a Cub. Um, I just think that the team just needs to completely reset right now. They're filled with a bunch of home run hitters. And unfortunately you can't win with just home runs. It, they prove it every year. They get slapped by the Astros. The thing is, though, about the Yankees is that the organization and the team have had such high expectations for some of the younger guys that have come up and kind of tried out uh, the bigs thus far. Yeah. And they're not really living up to the hype either. Do you so, notice that? Let's do this. Where do you think Otani's going to go? That's big hype, and that's New York City vibes. Do you think he'll go to New York? <sighs> New York, big city vibes? No, yes. I like to see him on the Mets. On the Mets? Yeah, I'd like to see that guy spend even more money. Let's spend more money and suck. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> um, I would like to see Otani go to a... He might be on the Dodge. I want to see Otani um, not sign anywhere this year and come to the Chicago Cubs next year. That would be uh, a dream come true for me. I, I would like to see that. I think the guy belongs in a big market. Unfortunately, the Angels are not a big market. Even though they're in LA, they're not. The Dodgers are the market in LA. I want them to come to Chicago. I want the city to run life over here. And uh, I, I just think that it would reinvigorate baseball here. Don't go to the Sox. I have been saying this. Don't go to the Sox. I have been saying this and listen closely here. I have been telling many people that I come across. We could be looking at the best baseball player ever. Well, speaking of money and all the things we've been talking about, Otani's going to sign for $700 million. Yeah, he is. $700 he's million. For, he's for sure going to... Here, and guess what? His agent is going to laugh, and they're going to say, what do you, why are you laughing? He's going to say, well, because there's a guy in his team who's making about four hundred, and He doesn't uh, pitch. They're not even in the same stratosphere which right is, now. Which is crazy. Exactly. Okay, rapid fire. I want to know... Oh, actually, before rapid fire, which Cinderella team should really go for it at the deadline? Do you think the Orioles should just full send it? Absolutely. It's their time now or never. I don't know. They're playing out of their fucking mind. They're awkwardly good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're the team you look at on paper. You're like, ah, oh, fuck these guys. And then Every time I look at their roster, like, oh, here's a roster exchange. I want it to I'm be like, known. I've been betting the Orioles since like, Two years ago, because I just I saw pieces I liked, but I didn't think they'd be this good. He's walking awkward. around in that O's hat. I'm he's, not, I'm he's not, on it. He's I'm not on getting plus money on them anymore. <laughs> it's getting a little dark. I can't bet them anymore. Uh, all right, rapid fire. Which of these team? Uh, which of these players end up where? Uh, well, you know what? I'm not going to say where, but let's talk about will these guys be traded? Lucas Giolito, yes or no? Yeah, I think yes. Randall Grunch, uh, uh, Grichuk, Grichuk. No. No, I don't think so either. Lance Lynn, White Sox. I'd ship his fat ass out of here on, like sp on Spirit Airlines. He's good. He is not good. He has a couple bad games. He had he's good. like one season where he was just unbelievable. Wow. This year, it looks like he looks like Cheeseburger Eddie wow. at the mound. Uh, Get him out of here. Jordan Montgomery. Nah, the no. Cardinals are just like, they, they're going in with what they got. Trust me, the Cardinals are going to make a run. Yeah, but they're, they're going in with what they got. I promise you they're going to make a run. I promise you right now. I looked at the, the schedules. The Cardinals and the Brewers are going to come down to the end, and one of those two teams is going to win the division. My take. What do I know? I'm just a car salesman. Um, any other bold <laughs> predictions? 
I got no bold predictions. All I know is the NFL season is soon. I, <laughs> we I want to predict I this MLB so bad. shit. Uh, U.S. women's national team making their World Cup run. Would you rather U.S. women's national team wins a World Cup or Bears a playoff win? Bears playoff win. Okay, sorry, <laughs> ladies. Until my daughter's on the team, I'm going for the Bears playoff win. Um, also, I think England wins the, the, the women's, women's world cup this year. Um, personal opinion. Wow. Look at that. He just yeah. gave you a woman's world cup winner. Yeah, I did. I what? think, it, think it's going to be, England. <laughs> we got to bet that now we have yeah. to, and just because you said it, they're plus 400. Just saying beautiful yeah. plus 400 women's England national yeah. team soccer. Ladies and gentlemen, nice pick cuz we're going to do a quick, who do we think is the best backfield in the NFL? Give me an idea. Give me your top three. I just say we named top three right now. Get, I'm going to go first. Can I go first? Go ahead. All right. I think the best current backfield. I'm going to ruffle some feathers here. I'm going to do this from the middle. I'm going to start with the Bills in second place. I think the Bills are the second best backfield. Yes. I think the best backfield in the league, and I'm going to catch a lot of like, you're a fucking clown is the Cowboys backfield. I think Gilmore and Diggs are just nasty. Absolutely nasty. I love them. And is I that your number one. That's my number one. And, and my third best is the Broncos, Sertan and Moss. I think those guys this year are going to really change a lot of people's opinions. I'll tell you what. The Broncos have a sneakishly good D. I'll tell you what what I what I'm looking at here, which is catching my eye to the absolute maximum. I am taking the Dolphins as the best defensive backfield in the league this year. Uh, Xavier Howard, Jalen Ramsey, uh, those guys are going to be absolutely nasty. Those guys are physical. Then I'm taking the Bills, number two, Tredavious White, Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde. Those two guys up top. Tredavious is a fucking animal, dude. He comes downhill ready to hit at the corner position. Niners fans are going to be salty. And honestly, I got to take the Cowboys third uh, as well. Gilmore and Diggs uh, are, are going to be an absolute problem. They're going to be a problem. But hey, you got to watch out. Because I'm going to tell you what, if you're playing quarterback in the AFC East, uh, you're looking at Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard one week. Then you're looking at Tredavious White, Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde another week. And then don't get sleepy because the best corner in the league Sauce. this season, Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed on the other side, it's going to get so dicey. I don't care who's playing QB in that fucking division. You better be ready i don't want to do that guys we're <laughs> gonna throw this um poyer again thank you so much for having us at your golf outing we're gonna kick it over to the interview that we did with uh with uh micah hyde and jordan poyer let's have some fun thanks for watching enjoy this part of the show what's up everybody we're back we got the best backfield in the league i think Absolutely. sitting next to us right Absolutely. now we're Somebody's gonna find right. out i'll tell you what here let's 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 just get out of the way now tredavious white micah hyde Jordan Poyer, are we the best? Are we got the best defensive backs in the game right here on one on one team or what? Oh no, 
Come on now. You're going to eat. Gentlemen, name, an- <laughs> name another backfield in the league that competes against you guys. Give me Ooh. one. Uh, you know, I'm not going to I'm not gonna throw know, out names. You're going to get us in trouble here. You're going to get us in trouble here. Get us on TikTok and, and all them damn memes. I just know we've been consistent. Yeah, absolutely. You know? For, how, for sure. how many years now? Seven, seven years now? We've seven been the most straight. consistent for sure. So I want to talk to you guys a little bit. I want to poke some spots. I know you don't have to answer them. You can just hit me with that like you did last time. <laughs> uh, what are the so this this year you're going to be facing some elite receivers mm-hmm. and some elite quarterbacks. We already touched on it with Aaron Rodgers. Who are you? Who do you guys as a receiving as receivers? Who do you fear the most? Give me a name that you're going to face that you're like I got to prepare. I got to lock in. I got to film. I got to look at film. I mean, go ahead, bro. I mean, yeah, I mean, just based off of kind of what we saw last year, I mean, we see Miami play, we, we see Miami twice a year. And, you know, we were talking about earlier, I think the better guys, some of the better guys were asking, you know, first word when you hear Tyreek Hill, that comes to your mind, and I say speed, you know, and that's really the speed that they have on that side of the football. You know, that's one of the toughest things to, to guard, with, especially when you got a um, an offensive coordinator like uh, like. Mike, and then you got a quarterback like Tua who understands the system. You know, if he can stay healthy, that's different. But, uh, you know, even when he wasn't, you know, they, they gave us some trouble in the playoff game. And uh, just with those guys on that side of the field, you know, you got to be on top of yourself. So, you know, yeah, man, I just think week in and week out, you got tough guys. You know, Poe just mentioned all Miami, but yeah, I think we got, uh, we got Vegas uh, this year with DA. Uh, yeah. Obviously, that's my boy. Um, you know, I feel like he's one of the best in the league, if not the best. So, I agree with that. You know, this this week in and week out, you got guys that you're gonna have to, you know, go up and, and it's gonna be a huge challenge. Um, but you know, that's what our communication, so our experience you, comes in. You guys are happy to be together. Absolutely. You guys are oh. like, you guys. Hell yeah. You guys feel like you guys are like a seesaw. You guys know it. When one makes one move, you know where the other to go. I'm t- like you can. I'm feel gonna tell it. you what. This time when I'm out there and I'm like, I make the wrong call. J Po just looks at me like, hey, no, 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 it's this. And I'm it's like, like, oh it man, goes both ways. So, so God, tell me this. You two are back there, right? Tell me a game that you two have felt in your career the most in sync as safeties back there. Being safeties, obviously, free, strong. It's always about being in sync. It's always about knowing what's going on. What game do you guys feel uh, most that you guys both collectively Ooh. just played your asses off? That's, in- that's a good question. I got one. I would say when we beat the Chiefs two years ago in Kansas City, in the play, in the not the playoff game, obviously, but the uh, the regular season game. You got to pick six. Yeah, that game you got to pick six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I feel like we I remember that game. Round. I mean, that was a fun <laughs> game too. I was, uh, yeah, I would say, I would say probably, like, I think our coaches trust us enough week in and week out to whatever game plan they give us. Yeah. Um, go you know, we got to go out there and execute it. And sometimes our game plan is just insane. Like I'm talking about call after call, and they put a lot on our shoulders. Obviously, being you know going into year 11, they expect us to to be able to handle it. So. There's games, you know, uh, we joke around a lot about, you know, playing the Ravens and the calls we have to make, you know, against them. That's got to be tough. Oh, it's tough. All the, you have running Run quarterback. Support, you got, yep. I mean, everything. So that that game, that's always pretty tough uh, game plan wise. But, you know, this is an example of, of what we do. We got to be able to do week in and week out. I feel that. What's the next step? What This year, now that you guys are, are, are going to be, I mean, you're locked in. You're playing a team that wanted to take you, though. Let's not, let's, yeah. you're playing Miami twice this year, right? You yeah. play twice a year. So they wanted to sign you. Miami was chasing you hard. Is <laughs> it going to be awkward hard. facing them this time? No, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> He's not like, no, I'm going to try and shit on not him. Not even a little bit. Um, <laughs> you know, it's a, it's, a great, it's a really good program. And obviously, like I said, free agency was free agency. You know, there was a lot of talk with Miami and Vegas and, um, you know, obviously Buffalo. But 
You know, nothing ever really major happened, but there, there you know, it was it was communication. You know, I got my agent in here, Drew. Shout out to Drew, but uh, he took care of me when it when it came down to business. So I'm happy where I'm at. I'm happy to get to play with Micah again, and uh, I'm happy I'm gonna get to play with my teammates again. So you get to face your old teammate this year twice. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Yep. You got any? You got any secrets to know deep down? So when he no, makes no, a certain I mean, head twitch, no, I, I, he's I, like, not I, any I, that I want to give you right yeah. now. <laughs> we've we've we've, uh, we've talked about him in the past. You know, uh, honestly, I haven't even really. The first time we played him back in Green Bay, I got hurt, and then last year I was hurt, so I haven't really got the opportunity to play against him. Uh, but um, I joke around, and I'm, I can't wait to speak to him because I'm going to tell him, you know, I, I got a trophy case back at home with some pretty good quarterbacks I picked <laughs> off, and I need Aaron. Yeah. Poe got him. Poe got all he has. You got to get he one. He has Aaron already, so I need, to, I need to get one for that trophy case. Yeah. I'm going to be cheering hard if yes. you get it, too. Tips you know over what? Those, Aaron. Are you going to have him sign it? A hundred. <laughs> yes. No he's question. like hundred percent. Yes, no, he'll do it too. He'll do it too. I know. He, I, yeah. I've been told he's an amazing teammate awesome. from people. Yeah. You, I mean, you played with him, yeah. I mean, I think on the outside, if you don't know Aaron, um, you know, he gets a bad rap just because of, uh, you know, he doesn't just he doesn't let anybody just come into his circle. Um, but once you're in his circle, man, I love I love playing with him, knowing week in and week out, having him on my side. He trusted me. I trusted him. Um, you know, and having that core guys when I was up at Green Bay was awesome. And so. Um, yeah, I'm excited to play him, and I know that uh, he's going he's gonna to bring his best for sure. That's for sure. Gentlemen, we appreciate you coming out. You got yes, anything sir. else? I'm good to go, brother. I feel like we want to get you guys back I, out there socializing. There's, yeah. yeah. there's, there's, there's people signing new contracts. I'm going to be forcing them to bet on stuff right now. I promise you that. Too. <laughs> if you let me negotiate, it'll be big. All right, <laughs> Absolutely. Must be 21 or older. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call or text the National Problem Gambling Helpline Network at 1-800-522-4700 or visit ncpgambling.org for confidential help.